0: The River City Renegades are delighted to host Mr. Testosterone, the talented jammer and captain for the Vancouver Murder, ranked number four in MRDA and skater for Team Canada. You should probably be following Mr. Testosterone on Instagram and the YouTube channel, I'm the Jammer. He teaches cool, simple jammer tricks and ideas that help improve a jammer's ability to not just get through walls, but to be fancy while they do it. It's like my ultimate dream in life. Mr. Testosterone also brings with him a passion for a positive life by sharing messages of positive thinking with every interaction he has. This is his first time ever teaching in Michigan, in Mackinac, so you better get on this. This clinic is open to all insured skaters of all genders 18 years or older who have passed their minimum skills. There will be an opportunity to scrimmage. You can go Saturday, April 4th or Sunday, April 5th. Skater pass is $60, non-skating pass is $20, space is limited. Reserve your spot now. But wait, there's more. A free referee clinic with Jaja Zsa, Zsa Kapow will be taking place during the same time frame. So you could go as a skater one day and a ref on the other and learn some stuff. How great is that? There are discounted codes for hotels and an after party Saturday night. I am posting links to the Facebook event in the show notes so you can go register right meow. I can't wait to do spinaroonies and jumps with Mr. Testosterone. See you there. It's derby time, come on tell your friends We'll go to many distant lands With Dan the coach and Jackie the skater The fun will never end to the Power Through the Fourth Whistle Roller Derby Podcast. This is Jackie Bauer. Thank you for joining me today on the path to becoming better athletes, teammates, leaders, and human beings. Hey there, everybody. This is going to be a shorter episode today because we've had a lot of long episodes so far this year, and I'm recording this on a Valentine's Day, so I'm sending my love out to all of you out there listening, and I'm going to a matinee today with a teammate to see Birds of Prey, the Harley Quinn movie, starring people from Angel City Derby. I'm really excited to go support my Angel City friends from afar and check out this film. Uh, so uh, I, I hope it's really awesome. So far, everything I've heard is really good. Let me know if you like the movie, too. So our topic today is a suggestion from a listener who wrote in about transferring leagues. E, this is a tough one. This is such a tough one. Now, in other episodes, I've definitely talked about what happens when a league starts to develop a toxic culture, bullying, drama. If your league is doing any of those things and it's become a really negative place to be and you have tried to make it better, you have come up with ideas, you have tried to work with other people, you've tried to implement ideas, and it just hasn't gotten better and it's just a bad negative place for you to be, then yeah, I'm always gonna recommend you try to go to another league so that you can still love roller derby and maybe have a different experience. Not every league is the same. Not every league is going to have a better culture than what you're leaving regardless of if the culture you're leaving is is good or bad and i hate to even label good or bad i would just say sometimes a culture is not a good fit for you as well regardless of what else is going on but this situation is a little different here's the message sent in by a listener hey I love your podcast. I've found it super helpful, and I'd love to have your input if possible. I'm sure I can't be the only one in this situation, and your advice would be amazing. I've been skating with my league for a few years, started as fresh meat, and made my way to the A-team last season. At the end of last season, August-ish, we lost a lot of experienced skaters to transferring and retirement, mostly retirement. I am now in a leadership position, which is great and rewarding, but also very burnout inducing. I've been thinking about transferring to a nearby league whose A-team plays at the D2 level for the last six months, but it feels like I'd be abandoning a league who have already lost a lot of skaters and people in leadership. I'm keen to challenge myself as a skater as much as possible and push to improve as much as I can. But at the moment, I'm doing a lot of coaching and admin instead. I enjoy coaching, but I'm doing much more of that than actual training, which is making me sad. I've always tried to give as much of my time as possible to supporting my league because I love it, I love the people, and I love Derby, but at the moment... I feel like I keep picking up extra jobs because nobody else will do them. Any advice on moving leagues or not moving leagues or dealing with my guilty feelings would be amazing. Thank you. So the reason I wanted to make this an episode instead of just responding to this person is because I completely agree. This is a situation probably many of you have faced or will face in your derby career. And it's tough because clearly... It sounds like this is a pretty nice league, a pretty good league, but sometimes you just have the epic amount of retirements at the same time. Sometimes people transfer at the same time. uh, Sometimes if there's a bunch of transfers at once, it's something to do with the league, but other times it's just because jobs change in lifestyle like there are reasons to transfer to other leagues that aren't necessarily because the league that you're leaving is quote unquote like bad or just not a good fit for you anymore i mean that's often what it is is it's the league you're in no longer fits you the way it did when you first came there so listener i can absolutely relate to your problem i personally have transferred multiple times in my derby career a lot of times. So I can absolutely speak to transfers. Before I get started on this particular situation, I do want to recommend an episode I did a while back about transfers that might help. It's called Three Biggest Mistakes Made When Transferring Leaks, and I'll put a link to that in the show notes, but you can also find it if you scroll like way, way, way back. Because I've transferred multiple times from multiple situations, That episode is about my recommendations for those who pull the trigger and decide to try a new experience with another team. And the big pitfalls you can just fall into when doing that. It's really easy to make mistakes when you transfer. That episode is really good for helping you get off on the right foot if you've already decided to transfer. So today we're talking about if we should transfer leagues. So let's start by talking about why this decision is so challenging and relatable to many people out there listening right now who aren't sure if they should stay in the situation they are in right now. Why is it hard to leave? Why is it hard to stay? Neither pass is going to be easy, that's for sure. And for many of us, after our education is complete, after school is done, it can be hard to find and make new friends as adults. Your choices are usually amongst people you work with or your neighbors, or hey, maybe you were really good at keeping in touch with people you went to school with. But as for myself, I was not great at keeping in touch with people from school. I work from home. And Coach Dan and I usually find ourselves in situations with little in common with our neighbors. Like when we lived in Indiana, we were in a subdivision full of families and children, and we didn't have kids. So we were kind of the weird childless couple. And somehow the children, the sweet children, kept bouncing their basketball in our driveway where there was no hoop. Or a reason to be there? Huh. (laughs) Now we live out in the woods, pretty much isolated from other people. And the people who do live on our street are mostly older and retired. But we do have some friends here that we see sometimes. Uh, One couple has some dogs that our dog plays with. And another couple is close to our age. And they have like really young twin boys. And we've hung out a few times. But all this to say, it's a really, really, really short list of people that I know outside of roller derby and the people that I am genetically related to. (laughs) So consequently, because it's hard to make friends as an adult and derby, roller derby is this big community. Your team becomes like an extended family. You spend so much time together between practices and games and events. You purposefully work on honing your teamwork and anticipating each other's needs on and off the track so you can have hive mind and collaborate really well. And you go through very high highs and low lows together. You face conflict and adversity and challenges that will either tear you apart or drive you closer together. So Those that are still there in your organization, who are in your league right now, are likely very closely bonded. You may even love each other. And that's why this is so tough. You know, there's another Fast and Furious movie this year, so let's talk about family. You do anything for family. You're you're there for each other, you climb any mountain. If your family member has forgotten who you are because she's been brainwashed and you need to bring her back into the fold because she's family, then that's what you got to do. If your family member is hanging out of a vehicle going 70 miles per hour and you need to jump out of your own car and catch them midair, that's what you do for family. And then you have a a backyard barbecue party. But seriously, with your real-world family most of the time, if you love them, you help them out when they're in trouble and you get them back on their feet. You have loyalty to your family. And when the team becomes like a second family, you feel similarly towards this this group of people that you would do anything for them, that you would bend over backwards like you would pick up all these random other jobs and don't want to leave them hanging and want to support them forever and ever and ever because somebody's got to take care of them and you want to take care of them you do because that's why looking at anything outside of your team feels like a betrayal like you've been so through so much together and you care about each other and It feels really bad to think about leaving as if you're bailing on them in their time of need. You're thinking, Vin Diesel would never do this. (laughs) Let's take a really quick break here in the middle of the episode, and then we'll come back and talk a little bit more about family. Today, I'm going to talk to you about Moda Skates. Motor skates was started by Doug and Julie Glass, both inline and roller skating world champions for decades. They've taken their expertise for knowing what athletes need based on personal experience and have lovingly poured it into these skates. Motor skates is different from other companies. They work hard to provide premium level products at entry level prices. They make a skate that performs at the top level for a fraction of the cost of other brands. And I love that personal, small business touch that they provide in everything they do. I'm loving my Metcon Savage skates. The boots are low cut, just how I like, for extra mobility, and have a great heel lock. There's almost no break-in period, just put them on and go skate! I customized my Boss Pro plates and trucks in gold and orange colors so it can feel like fall, my favorite season, all year round. I could never afford customization in other brands, believe me, I looked. It makes me feel like these skates are special and unique to me. The Monster Stopper toe stops give amazing lateral stability. They are made of long-lasting rubber, so I can stop and start with ease and not worry about wearing them down. The turbine wheels deliver performance you've been dreaming about, your handling and stability and your edge work will make you feel invincible. And the high rolling efficiency will help you crush your laps. Get motivated with Moda Skates. Visit ModaSkates.com, M-O-T-A skates.com or any authorized skate vendor for more details. Thank you, Moda Skates, for sponsoring today's episode. Family. I don't have friends. I got family. This crew is about family. We've only got one chance to make this family whole again. You're going to turn your back on family? All right. we've already talked about all the perks of family and why we love family and why this makes it hard. Let's talk a little bit more about this situation. For our listener who wrote in specifically, they started out in this league and learned everything they know about Derby right there. That's where it all began. This was their origin story. Now this person has advanced to the A-team and are suddenly in a position of leadership. They haven't even been in Derby the, this that long and now all of this is on their shoulders. And leadership is great because it gives you power and influence and the ability to enact change for the good of the league. But as our leaders out there know, leadership is not a tiara it is usually a position of service to the league and sacrifice to some of your personal time it's who knows how many extra hours per week outside of practice with emails text messages forum posts research meetings and spreadsheets let's not forget spreadsheets it's heavy it's intense And I applaud every single one of you out there who is strong enough to take on this challenge of leadership in your league. And of course, with leadership, you usually get saddled with extra tasks when others don't pick up the slack because things still do need to get done on a regular basis. So you're just, you're finding yourself juggling all the time. And like our listener mentioned in their message, the tricky thing with leadership is there can be a cost to your own skater development, depending on the role. I mean, maybe your leadership position has you holding meetings or signing some last minute paperwork when you wanna be out there on the track. I've talked to many skaters since starting this podcast who struggle with continuing to develop themselves while developing others. It's really hard. Uh, if you're one of the ones that's out there like helping in a coaching role, you could demonstrate this drill and then go jump into it yourself because you want to participate. But somebody needs to be observing to know how the drill is progressing and resonating with everyone doing it. Are we all on the same page? Did someone figure out something creative? Does anyone have a tip that help them do it better that they want to share with everybody? It's hard to see the progress of your team unless you're watching it happen. Like we all know how in derby, how easy it is to get tunnel vision on your specific mission on the track right now in this moment, in this drill or in this jam. And we talked about this idea in an earlier episode this year, the challenge that skater coaches face, like if you're always joining in You'll probably miss seeing something important for individuals or for the team as a whole, either one. If you stay back and watch, your own personal development stagnates as you aren't experiencing the drills with the team and the bonding through teamwork and the benefits of repetition, picking something up. Now, I see more often with teams where there are there is a skater coach that they hopefully usually aren't the only one. So they aren't always the one left off. And maybe the two of you take turns. And so you can take turns being in the drills. I really like it when there's at least a partnership. If you're in the situation where you're trying to figure out how to lead the practice and also participate in the practice to keep becoming a more awesome roller derby skater. So if you can work with buddies and with a team of leaders That's a great way to do it, but let's keep coming back to the skater we are talking about right now. Um, So you're worried about your development stagnating as you have to watch and not participate as much. And now with so many skaters in your league retiring and some transferring at the end of the season there probably aren't as many experienced people left to turn to in their absence. So you're taking on a big load of responsibility right now for your team's current state and their future. You might not have other leaders you can tag team with as easily. I don't know how dire the situation is, but let's assume it's harder than it used to be to have somebody else to tag team with. So right now, the team's future might be in your eyes, in your hands. That's heavy. And yeah, that can definitely cause burnout. If anyone out there hasn't listened to the episode on burnout yet, go check it out in the feed. It is a must listen for anybody and everybody in roller derby, but those in a leadership position, especially. Burnout shortens roller derby careers. And the heavier the load, the longer you carry it, the more likely that you are losing time in your derby career and will either explode at some point, like you might spontaneously combust or slowly fade away without a good support system and sharing of the workload. And right now it sounds like you're taking on so much. Like, does anyone out there know what the average length of a derby career is? My best guess, based on my experiences, what I've noticed is about three seasons. And I did see recently AK40 Ounce did some research into the Detroit team and came out with similar numbers running the numbers in the team while taking out the outliers. There were some interesting outliers of players that have been around for, I think, uh, 14 years. That's a lot. But let's say that the average for most people is about three seasons. That's three seasons to do everything you wanted to do in Derby. It doesn't have to be three seasons. It could be longer. It could be shorter. Right now, the average on my team is much higher than three, which is just a, a wonderful gift. But if you only had three, what would you do with the time that you had? What would you do with it? What are your goals in your derby career and what do you want to accomplish before you're done? Derby careers have an end at some point. They are finite. Three years or not, they do not go on forever. You do need to take care of yourself and try to get what you want out of derby before it's over. And you don't necessarily know when it's going to be over. Injuries and pregnancies often take time away from Derby careers, or in some cases, can cause retirement. Something can happen at any time that changes everything. Ideally, you want to leave Derby on your terms, having accomplished what you set out to do. I mean, that's the dream. That's the goal. Not everybody in derby wants to get to the highest levels of roller derby. There are plenty of people who are just here for the fun, the camaraderie, something to do, and are just happy with that. And that's fine too. That's okay. That's a completely legitimate desire to have in your roller derby career. But if you're someone who is really motivated and you want to see how far you can go. You want to know how awesome you can be in one derby lifetime. If you're hearing the clock ticking on your career, you know you might not be able to accomplish everything you want with the team you're on now. Rebuilding is really hard and it takes time and patience. And if you don't get to where you want to be by the time you're done with derby, how are you going to feel about it? Now it's easy to see why you're looking over at this other team. Now, this team that's established and further along than your team is currently. You're seeing these visions of opportunities to play at postseason tournaments, which is a dream for many roller derby skaters. You're seeing a place where maybe more advanced people would be helping you train instead of you training others. You see more bodies and a lighter workload. You see potential. To be realistic, we all know the grass is always greener on the other side, right? That's, that's the cliche. So let's take a little bit of glow away from the other team just for a moment. Let's be realistic. This other team, they will not be perfect. They will have their own problems and challenges that you will have to learn about. They might be a bigger league and you might feel lost in the shuffle. You might not make the travel team that goes to the postseason tournaments right away. It could take a long time. You might find that the expectations and time commitment for skaters to be more intense than it is with your current league. You might go from being a big fish in a small pond to a small fish in a big sea. And your mindset will determine if you are up for that challenge. Now, these are all hypotheticals. I am not trying to rain on your parade. I am just trying to be completely real with what might be over there. But it is possible you could get what you want. Skating with a higher level team is pretty much guaranteed to challenge you more and how you adapt to those challenges will determine what heights you rise to as a skater. This can happen. If you believe in yourself and work really hard, you could get this. You could do this. But what about your team now? Is it selfish to leave? Should you feel guilty for dreaming of something more? I'm here to tell you this. If you do it the right way, if you leave on good terms, it'll be okay. It will be okay. Some people may be upset, but many will understand. It's hard because you feel selfish right now. You've been giving so much of yourself to all of these people for so long, but sticking around and potentially getting burned out on derby or maybe starting to resent the people in your league isn't good for you either. I'm telling you that If this is the best option, if you need permission, you have my permission to pursue it. If you want, you don't need it, but you have it. If it makes you feel better. This episode is brought to you by bout Bettys, the only roller derby subscription service in the world. They offer a range of levels. So you're sure to find one that fits in your budget. The full packs and apparel-only pack options include custom apparel they design themselves or collaborating with derby skater artists to feature their artwork. There's so many fun colors and patterns in size small through 3x. The Bout Betty's full packs also include skate gear, accessories, and stickers. Yes, stickers. If you're one of those cool jean vest wearing types, you'll want to check out the Derby Flare Club option, which includes a mix of enamel pins, patches, stickers, and buttons made from the artwork of Derby artists. And the classic pack has non-custom apparel, gear items, accessories, stickers, and healthy snacks. How thoughtful. As for me, I super love the apparel. You may have noticed how often I wear it when I make videos for our Facebook page. The leggings, shorts, and sports bras are just amazing. Okay, the material is ridiculously silky smooth and soft. The first time I pulled on my Apex Predator leggings, I could not stop touching my legs and asking friends to also touch my legs so they could feel the magic that is this material. And it's so darn cute. There's mermaids, dinosaurs, steampunk, cats, Whether you're hitting the track, skate park, gym, book club, or grocery store, you will turn heads and bring joy to those you meet. Subscribe today using our podcast promo code POWER10 for 10% off your first pack at BoutBetties.com. B-O-U-T-B-E-T-T-I-E-S.com. It's like Derby Christmas every single month. And yes, they do ship internationally. Once again, that promo code is POWER10 for 10% off your first pack at BoutBettys.com. But here's what you need to do. Here are some steps you absolutely must do to do it the right way. First, you put out some feelers and contact the other league. You should find out about their requirements and expectations ahead of time. If they only have tryouts for their A-teams once a year, and that deadline happened a month ago, i I don't know, maybe this isn't the right time yet for you to go, depending on your goals, expectations, or hopes. Like the timing might be important. Now, find out if you can drop in on a practice. You must try before you buy. You want to find out if it's a good fit for you and if it feels right to be there or not. Now, you're not going to find all the skeletons they might have buried in their closets on this first time out. That's not happening. But... You should take this opportunity and sniff around as much as possible and see if this league passes the sniff test for what you want. Are they on the up and up? Is everything good? Is there is there secret drama under the surface because you don't want none of that? You should just kind of sniff around a little bit and find out what's going on. Next, you're going to have to make a pros and cons list to make the right choice. I am super big on pros and cons lists. This is how I weigh All important decisions. Writing it down can super help, but it isn't always necessary. I'm just think about the cost benefit analysis of staying versus leaving. What can you potentially gain? What can you potentially lose in each scenario? What does your Derby career look like one year from now? If you leave, what does it look like? If you stay, what about two years down the line for each scenario? Just, just really think about it. Just really picture what it is and how it makes you feel. This is going to help you figure out where your heart really is in this matter. Now, just because I gave you the nod, just because I said, it's okay. It doesn't mean that leaving is the right choice for you because only you know, what's really right. Only, you know, do your research. Try the other league on for size, and then you have to do what is right for you. In this case, you do need to be selfish, but let's call it, instead of selfish, self-care. You do need to take care of yourself and make the choice that is needed for your derby career because you only get one derby career. You get one. And you won't get a sainthood for staying. You don't want to be a martyr either. But maybe the experience of building this league back up is what your heart really wants. Either way, no one on your current team or your potential future team can tell you what is right for you. I can't tell you if it's right for you. I can tell you, though, that it'll be okay if you go. If you leave the right way and don't drop the mic and kick the door down on your way out, chances are you'd be welcome back anytime. If this new league experience doesn't turn out the way you envision, you really want to leave that door open and be able to come back to your first family. Because to me, it doesn't sound like you have any animosity towards this group. It sounds like you care about them a lot. And if you do it right, They'll stay friends with you and be happy to see you whenever you're around, maybe cheer for you in your games from the sidelines or watching maybe a live stream on WFTDA.TV. Hey, maybe I'll get to announce your game someday. Who knows? I mean, I got my first postseason tournament and live stream broadcast under my belt, so anything could happen. I could go say nice things about you with a microphone which is one of my favorite things to do. So go sit with this decision. Think about it. And maybe even take a little bit of time away from Derby after you visit the new league and go on a trip somewhere warm where you can really clear your head and make an informed decision. I have found that to be really helpful. Um, During one of my league transfer decisions, I, I went on a trip like I had all my thoughts, I had tried out the other league and I just went away for like a month completely away from Derby. And it gave me a lot of quiet time to think and it really helped me figure out what I wanted to do. And if you can get time away from Derby to think about it without the, the sweet faces of your current teammates like in front of you all the time or the, um, the draw, the shiny of the other league... If you can just sit with yourself and really think about it, maybe do some journaling, I think you're going to figure out what you really want to do. So that is our episode for today. I want to do my thank yous before we leave. I have to give a big a thank you and a pew pew to a new patron. We've got a new shark puncher on Patreon, and that is Mambo Bright. Welcome, Mambo Bright, and thank you for becoming a patron. I want to thank all of my patrons on Patreon, especially Rachel White, Tara Wiebenson, and the training team at Charlotte Roller Derby. We have three reviews this week, uh, one on Apple. This is from Twix Mixie, and it's called Essential Listening for Derby Skaters, and reads, Are you human? Do you like derby? Then you'll love this podcast. I I really can't ask for for better praise than that. Thank you. And the other two reviews are on Facebook. This one's from Heather and says, This is an awesome podcast. It has helped me so much personally, and it has been a great resource to share with our new recruits and to help me better coach them. Punch the Shark was particularly helpful for me and has become so much of a theme with my pack that I just got a shark tattoo. Thanks for spreading positivity. Oh my gosh, I was so geeked out about this. A shark tattoo. And I asked Heather to share a photo and it is glorious. It's a glorious shark tattoo. So if you want to see Heather's shark tattoo, uh, look under our reviews on the Facebook page and check it out because it's amazing. And the other review is from Natalie. Natalie says... I have listened to Power Through the Fourth Whistle podcast since I started Derby, and it has been such a great resource. I love the positive attitude, helpful advice, and just everything. You helped me keep learning while not on the track, and I can honestly say you are a huge part of all I have com- accomplished in the last year, and you, on top of other things, kept me focused and hungry. I love the podcast. Please keep it up. Pew, pew. Love, Fox. Oh, and- That makes me really happy. But um, I'm not going to take the credit. It was it was you, Fox. You were awesome. (laughs) And I got to meet Fox at Champs this past year. And so that was really cool. I I actually have, you know, a, a face to go with the name and it's pretty awesome. I want to thank uh, for all the shout outs and shares on Facebook from Stem Roller, Cindy Mosier, South Sea Roller Derby, Emma Graham, Gina Robertson, Lindsay, Jamie Lynn, April Duke, Season Chandler, Rachel a Shearer, Brockton Bruisers Roller Derby, Amy Bruce Cleveland, Heather Brockman, and Mady Stum- Stromboli. Whoa, so many names. That's amazing. Uh, two people left. Uh. Instagram stories, and that was Lara Del Rage and Big Buckshire? Big Buck S-H-R. Maybe I'm saying it right, maybe I'm not, and I apologize if I'm not. And on Sociopath, sociopath on Twitter says, I'm in the middle of listening to this Power of the Fourth Whistle episode, and it's great so far. Wanted to add as a resource, Bonnie Destroyer's Puppy Talks. They aren't online anymore, but a vet in your league probably has a copy. They helped me out of a huge funk way back when. That is a really good point, and uh, like I've said before on the podcast, Bonnie Destroyer is has was a big influence on me, and I miss her. I I miss her being in Derby, and I loved her MP3s. And this podcast is partly inspired by her and wanting to carry on that legacy of positivity in roller derby and trying to be as awesome as possible in one lifetime because why not is there any reason why we shouldn't go be amazing and thank you so much as always to our sponsors Bout bettys and moda skates for your support and helping keep this podcast going thank you everyone who has ever shared the podcast with somebody else it's growing so much all the time and as you saw this week we hit 100,000 listens. Oh my gosh. Isn't that amazing? Oh, I'm still pinching myself. Um actually, we're way beyond 100,000 now. We were just on 100,000 like at the beginning of this week and now we've got, we've got thousands more already. Like it's incredible how fast this podcast grows. And it's all because of you guys sharing it with other people. Really? And I love that. I love that you enjoy this resource enough to share it with somebody else. Please keep doing that because I want to help other people and people seem to get a lot out of this. So let's just keep doing it together. It'll be great. Thanks for listening. I really have to run to the movie right now or I am going to be late. We have been talking about Derby and sharing Derby thoughts. Pew, pew. Thank you for listening to another episode of power through the fourth whistle roller derby podcast i really hope those laser beams of positivity will carry through your day if you'd like to get in touch you can find us on facebook or on instagram or twitter at power fourth whistle that's p-o-w-e-r the number four t-h-w-h-i-s-t-l-e you can find fun videos of on and off skates training at our YouTube channel, Facebook page, and Instagram. You could also support the podcast on Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. The benefits of becoming a patron include fun stuff. I can send you like stickers, buttons, or shirts from our threadless store. You can get access to our discord server, bonus content, and free giveaways. And best of all, help us on our path to having our very website where we can host transcribed episodes and more content. Woo! If you want to expand your derby wardrobe, of course, another way to support the podcast is visiting our store at powerforthwhistle.threadless.com, where you can get our designs on just about any type of apparel or accessory you can dream up. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast anywhere you can. Leaving reviews is still the best way to help this podcast be found and spread those laser beams of positivity to more humans. Plus, it's a way you can give back that is completely free. Open up your Apple Podcast app, punch those stars, and leave me a pew-pew! I don't have friends. I got family.